Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Here we are on Holy Thursday. Wow, I cannot believe we're here already. But at the same time, it was a really long Lent for me. (laughs) I don't know if you felt that way. But isn't that crazy when you finally get to a certain date that you're kind of like, wow, that went fast and yet crawled at the same time? Thursday of this holy week is jammed with stuff that we should really think about. If you remember Passover, back in the Old Testament, they were given explicit instructions on what to do in this certain month, on a certain day, get a lamb, must be a year old, unblemished, Make sure that you hold that lamb until the 14th day. Bring people if you need to. You need to cook this lamb in a certain way. You need to eat it with bitter herbs. You need to put the blood on your posts because God was going to come through Egypt and strike down, kill all the firstborn. And he would pass over the houses who had the blood on the posts, on the doors. So Holy Thursday is Jesus fulfilling Passover. And so it's the Last Supper. It's before he's arrested. And so he institutes a couple of things today. He institutes the Eucharist. And he institutes the priesthood. So this is the beginning of the church. And by the way, we are celebrating the Passover meal of Jesus, who is the unblemished lamb, every single mass. That's the re-presentation, the non-bloody re-presentation of Jesus as our perfect lamb, the sacrifice to God for all of our sins. And then, if that's not enough, if that's not enough, which it is, we end up seeing Jesus clean the apostles' feet. God doing what the lowest servants did. You were the lowest servant of the low if you were the one that was cleaning people's feet. 
Because if you think about it, it was nothing but dust and sand and dirt. And everyone was wearing sandals, so your feet were filthy. Filthy. So, of course, Peter's like, hey, you're not washing my feet. And he's like, look, if you don't allow me to do this, you won't have any inheritance in me. And, of course, he says, <laughs> oh, well, then wash my whole body then. And Jesus basically states to everyone, look, you're all clean if you've bathed. The only thing that needs cleaning are your feet. Except he did say not all of you are clean. So he was basically saying, yes, Judas, who was induced, that's the word that was in my Bible this morning. He was induced by Satan. So he was already going to turn him in. And then after this, so tonight you may have a parish by you that will have the Eucharist displayed for you to sit in front of at midnight or 11 o'clock or something like that. And that represents going to the Garden of Gethsemane when they went with him and they were supposed to pray and wait one hour with him, remember? And they kept falling asleep. And of course, it's the Chrism Mass. That is for the priests. So tonight, typically all the priests go to the bishop and they have one big mass together. Because again, this is when the church was established. This was when the priesthood was established and the Eucharist. Okay, a lot going on today. So take a moment sometime today and reflect on what all of this means. Because it is Jesus fulfilling the prophecy, being the lamb the one that takes all of our sins on and saves us. It seems so simple. But as I was laying in bed this morning, I was thinking about what Jesus might be thinking. This is kind of the last day. I mean, it is the last day, the last day before he's arrested And his passion begins. And I was thinking, wow, how emotional it would be to know what is going to happen and yet to be with everyone trying not to be different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's got to be so crazy to be Jesus on this day. And tonight, he is so sad. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to go through this. He's man and God. He perfectly understands what human beings go through. He understands feelings. He understands pain. And yes, he's going to be given such grace to be able to deal with all of this. But in the end, it's got to be overwhelming. I mean, talk about the weight of the world and the sins on your shoulders. I mean, I cannot imagine what Jesus was feeling, 
what he was thinking. And I've even thought about the apostles. Do they really know really what's going on or what's going to happen? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? So let's take a moment and just immerse ourselves. Sink into what today is all about because it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And let's thank Jesus. Spend some time thanking him for all that he's done for not only us, but the world. And let's also ask him to touch the hearts of those in our lives. You know, the ones we've been praying for, the ones we hope come back to the church. Let's instead pray that those people come to Jesus. I said this at my parish mission, and I meant it. I think all too often we pray for our children and our relatives, friends and family, co-workers, etc., to come back to the church. But what I really want you to start praying for is for them to encounter Jesus, to have a relationship with Jesus, to have a best friend in Jesus. There's nothing cooler than talking to God all day, every day. And the younger you are, the quicker you realize that you can have this relationship with God. And yes, he will end up talking back in some way, shape, or form. You then have this friendship that is beyond any, any friendship because he's always there, always there. In the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, in the middle of your day, right now, So maybe that's the prayer. Instead of coming back to the church, let's just pray that they find Jesus and that Jesus touches their heart and somehow they have that encounter. Of course, we'll let Jesus do the rest. But today, for us, our focus should be on all that Jesus did today thanking him and putting ourselves, immersing ourselves into his whole day. So like if you get into the middle of your day, it's like lunchtime or something like that. Think about, wow, what was Jesus thinking? Like he knows he's going to be arrested tonight. Oh my goodness. And let's thank him all day long. We should be doing this every day anyway, but especially on this day. Actually, especially on that tomorrow and then on Saturday. <laughs> oh, 
But that is why in Mass, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, it's our duty, our salvation, it's right, it's just, it's what we should do. So let's spend some extra time all day today and thank him for what he's about to do for us. The pain, the anguish, the rejection, everyone, almost, of course, we know there are people who stayed with him, but most everyone left him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those words are not enough. So today, I will also show you through some sacrifices, through some extra fasting, through some extra prayer, through some extra love to my family. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Get on out there and be love. Find something more with God. And have a blessed and inspired day.